Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Speeding bullets. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 go bingan, banana, banana, go bingan, feet, fine, go minkan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And yes, there's a lot going on. Remember yesterday, a lot of the conversation was these teenagers, uh, the one, the ones that, you know, sucker punched the guy in the back of the head, stomped and beat him. And before we can get over talking about that one, then there's another attack right downtown near Government Square, somewhere around there. And they did the same thing again. This time, this was another teenager. And I tell you, they beat this little kid. He was uncon- He was out cold. And they still were stomping on him. I hope he's okay. I've been trying to find out who his parents are. And, um, you know, because if you if you were this kid's parents and you saw that happen to your kid, that that would just be too much to take. He wasn't my kid and I, I could barely look at it. These kids are out of control. And I don't know. OK, extra police. We need extra police. We do need extra police. But other than that, I think we need to start charging some of these parents of the juveniles. Start charging them. I don't know if that's legal. Can you do it? I'm not a police officer, but I play one on radio. (laughs) And if you saw Channel 5 News last night, you probably thought I was a former police officer. But now just to, you know, I know a lot of times you're thinking one thing and you're saying another. I had talked to Cherie Palello before the news. We had we had been texting back and forth and I was telling her we need more police. We need more police on the streets. And I somehow she got that confused with me being a former police, but she corrected it in the end. She was like, what was I, what the hell was I saying? You know, <laughs> But she corrected it. But I did get a lot of text messages from people. I didn't know you were on the police department. You undercover. 
and all kind of crazy stuff, you know. Just like I'm getting this morning on Facebook Live. <laughs> Just like I'm getting this morning on Facebook Live. I thought it was funny, though. And then Mike Dardis comes back and says, uh, yeah, he was directing the callers on the radio. He was directing traffic on the radio. That was pretty good. But anyway, no, I was never a police officer, but I play one on radio sometimes. Yeah, and I was not undercover. Maybe not. You never know. I could have been. No, just <laughs> But anyway, that was uh, that was funny. Yeah. Former police officer Lincoln Ware. How about that? 50 years in radio and a former police officer. Man, I've been busy. I've been really busy. <laughs> but, yeah, we had a great time. It, it was funny when I saw that. Uh, congratulations. Well, not congratulations, but there's a chance for you to win tickets to the uh, Grammy Award winning Audra McDonald at Music Hall. One night only, February 4th at 7.30. Yes, I was reading the script after they won the tickets. No, not before. But anyway, yeah, a chance for you to win tickets coming up. Audra McDonald, and I think she is from Cincinnati, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. But she'll be singing with the symphony orchestra, and you don't want to miss that Sunday, February 4th, 7.30. That'll be a good one. Gail King shares her love for black men and her experience dating. Uh, she pretty much has a tough time. I guess most of the guys are intimidated by her and her friendship with Oprah. They're all intimidated by it. But um, she says what's difficult is that people say, oh, you're so intimidating. Somebody said to her, Gail, look at your shoes. Look at your bag. Look at your coat. You're, you're friends with Oprah. A guy looks at that and says, I can't compete with that. But she says, uh, it's not a matter of competing. I'm not looking for someone to compete. While some suitors feel threatened by King's relationship with Winfrey, as a matter of fact, Oprah just turned 70, King explained that she's looking for someone it's got a sense of humor, very secure, and who's not intimidated by whatever all this is. And she says she needs somebody who sees her for who she is as a person. But like most daters, King, 69 years old, says her share of dating horror stories in which her case involved a man making an uncomfortable request. One of the guys she dated asked her to loan him $4,000. <laughs> and she, guess what? She loaned it to him and he paid her back, she says. But she said she didn't feel the same way about him after that. But she did loan him the money and he paid her back. But. Because we just dating. Why are you asking yeah. for $4,000? Yeah. We just dating. She said he needed it to pay some back child support and nah, buy Gail. some furniture. Gail, what are you buy, doing, sis? Buy some furniture. What a dick, Gail. You got to make better decisions. <laughs> I know it's lonely, but you got to make better decisions than that. <laughs> she says, I was so crushed. Somebody was making, you know, six figures, successful. And when he said, I know I could ask 
he says, uh, he's, wait, let me go back. And when I said, you know, you could ask for what it's for. Oh, yeah, he said, I got to ask you a question. He said, well, go ahead, ask what it's for. Um, and she says, um, he said it was for child, a child support issue and to pay a payment on some furniture. And I said to myself, oh, God, this is getting worse. Long story short, King ended up uh, loaning the guy the money, which he paid her back. But ultimately, she explained she didn't feel the same afterwards. Yeah. She's nicer than me. She's way nicer than me because I wouldn't have gave him nothing. And I would. this would have been his last day talking to me. And she says, I really am attracted to men of color. And she says, I love the way a black man says, mother effer. <laughs> I don't, so if you say mother effer real good and you're secure about yourself, you might have a shot with with Gail King. She talk about Samuel Jackson, but he married. <laughs> That's said, what she really wants. You think so? She says she loved the way men say mother effer. She she won't she want her own version of Sam L. She said it's something about the way a black man says it. It's just attracted to me. She says I got to have something else though. She says uh. What uh, really is the most attractive to me is a sense of humor, kindness, and you always uh, get me with kindness. She says, I like to see um, how they interact with other people also. Yeah. She said, at the White House, a backyard barbecue, and things like that. So, hey, if you can say mother effer real good, you got one foot in the door. And she'd probably like for you to be, Gail is tall, so she'd probably like for you to be at least 6'2", I'm thinking. You can't necessarily make that assumption. Well, I've, yeah, but I'm just I've thinking. I've always that. been a tall girl, so and it's just not common for tall women to really run into tall men. Right, like right, tall right. men like short women. The average height of a male in the United States is like 5'9". And I'm 5'10", so yeah. most of the men that I've dated have been shorter than me. Yep, so... Uh, Joy Reid drops the F-bomb in a hot mic comment. Yeah, so you know how they, they're reading the news, and then they go to the video, and she thought her mic was off, and she said, yeah, uh, get us into another effing war. And she said that during the video, and her mic was left on, and she apologized later on in the show, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Joy Reid drops the F-bomb. Okay. She dropped the F-bomb, and Gail King likes to hear the F-bomb, if you say it right. It's a, it's a certain way black men say it, I guess. Certain way. Uh, that uh, enemy drone that killed uh, three U.S. troops at this base out in the middle of nowhere, it was three Black people, three black soldiers. I think they were black women, too, all black women. And they thought the drone was their drone, the U.S. drone, and it wasn't a U.S. drone. It was the enemy's drone, and that's why they didn't shoot it down. Unbelievable. The Palestinians said they're dying slowly. They're eating grass and drinking polluted water as famine looms across the Gaza Strip there. Uh, they're starving them to death, eating grass. At least that's what the reports say. And they're working on something to let more aid come in, and we'll see what happens. 
the U.S. Navy. Oh, man. The Navy has um, dropped their standard. So you can now join the Navy, the Navy if you're not a high school graduate. The Navy will now consider applicants without a high school diploma, its chief of personnel said in an interview with Associated Press on Friday. The only academic requirement will be a score of at least 50 out of 99 on the military's qualification test. The Navy dropped its test score standard in December of 2022 to bring in more recruits, but it didn't prove to be enough. That didn't even help. We get thousands of people into our recruiting stations every year that want to join the Navy but don't have an education credential. And we just turn them away. So uh, the last time the Navy accepted people without education credentials was the year uh, 2000. So he said that we need these sailors. So if you dropped out of school, but you still want to be in the Navy, there's still a chance for you. There's still a chance. So call your Navy recruiter today. Yes. I don't know what, the, you know, the Navy is actually over the Marines, so I don't know if they've had the Marines drop their standards also. I don't know. But everybody wants to be the, a Marine, so they're probably not short of recruits. Everybody wants to put on the dress blue of the Marines, but everybody can't. That's for sure. Only a few proud Marines. I had to throw that in. Uh, let's see what else. But yeah, I definitely want to get your comments on the violence that's taking place in downtown Cincinnati. Could this this hurt businesses down there? And where, where are the cops? Didn't they used to have details at Government Square. I even used. I thought Lisa Baker used to be on a detail down there at Government Square. Have they pulled all the cops away from Government Square? If they have, they need to put them back. I think we need more cops in those areas down there. And it's cold right now. Wait till the weather warms up a bit. So we need to be proactive even after the two attacks. Something's got to be done. Put some plain clothesmen down so you can get the thing. We need to catch some of these little punks. And if that takes putting some people in plain clothes down there, you know, to catch them, that's what they need to do. When you catch two or three of them, you can make them squeal on the rest. You can pinch them. I've been watching too many TV shows. But you can get them to talk. Just get one or two of them, and they'll talk. Especially if you threaten to put their parents in jail. I think that's got to happen. Parents need to pay and I don't mean by money, but they need to pay for the sins of their children. What are the answers? 
hold the parents responsible. We we keep hearing that, but it seems like it's not happening. Parents need to keep track of their kids. It's not happening. And what schools do these kids attend? When you catch them, let's find that out. Are they going to charter schools? For what purpose? I don't know. We just need to know where they attend school, and maybe we can keep better track of them. Why are they down, you know, what's going on? Are they transferring buses from one school to another at down at Government Square? What? We, Any bus you hop on will take you to Government Square. Well, so that's yeah, <laughs> but we still need to know what school. They're, they're friends. They're running in packs. They know each other. They know each other. So I would say they probably come from the same school. And that's why we need to know that. And this could be just a little isolated group of kids doing this stuff. It could be isolated. But you got to catch them. Let's take a break and then we'll come back. Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon, and coming up at one, Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, keeping it real, keeping it real. He'll be in with you. A uh, few other things: these female preachers out there, these black female preachers, are going. They're out of control. Um. The first one, gospel singer Kim Burrell. She responded to a viral video. She responds to a viral video of her telling the church lady to stop singing along. Now, she was there singing, and somebody, you know, I guess the lady was feeling the spirit, and she decided to sing along with um, Kim Burrell. I don't know Kim Burrell. I'm not into the women. I know you probably. She is like the most, like, I don't know how people continue to have her come and do like speaking engagements or come and sing at their church or anything because she's so mean. Yeah. Well, look, you'll hear how mean she is. Listen to this. What happened? Thank you. I'm in the middle of ministry and you know how you close out a sermon. And I'm singing, thank you, Lord. I'm thinking that I'm singing a solo. It's a solo. God's using me. Don't sing with me right now. Lord, that one that has to join you. And I heard her, y'all. I'm singing alone now. She was singing, and I was just going for it. Thank, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, with that mask. Let that mask work for you. I'm singing alone. Lord, I'm operating in things of spirit. Sometimes when I operate publicly, everybody doesn't understand the dispensation of what I operate in. They just see me as Kim the singer who's not being the singer, who is not always the singer. I'm the preacher. I'm the person with the gift of the prophetic. But anyway, so I'm sitting there singing, and I keep hearing her. And the man in front of her said, she's trying to tell you. No, I'll call on you when I'm ready. So this was somebody who was disconnected in the service, but it was cool. But if you go further into the video, you're going to see what happened. I pulled her up and then 
She went to dancing. What a time we had. I want to tell everybody, COVID is starting to rise again. Just like I told her, let that mask work for you. Bam, ma'am, with that mask. Let that mask work for you. I'm singing along. Lord, I'll be back. She's so disrespectful. Yeah, it's like, it's that nasty nice that my yeah, grandma used right, to tell yeah. me about. Like, it's nasty nice. nice. nasty. You ain't saying nothing too crazy, but, but yeah. like, the way that you're talking to me is yeah. nasty nice. And it's disrespectful. And if you are somebody who is truly trying to minister to a person, and that person is so caught up in the spirit that they can't help but to sing along, you should know that as somebody who who knows what it's like to be caught up in the spirit that if God has put this song on my heart, I'm going to sing regardless of whether you like me to be singing right now or not. It's disrespectful. Now, Juanita Bynum, she, uh, she went off on the black men in church, pretty much saying they're acting too gay in church. <laughs> the way they shout, the way they dress is just too gay for her. And she said the women in church are acting like men. Yeah, I think this is the right one. Let's. No, that's not it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see if this is it. Oh, man. Okay, let's go back. I think maybe this is it. Let's try this. Yeah, this is it. She, <laughs> and she, she sounded just as ridiculous. <laughs> she don't like the little tight suits with the high water pants they're wearing. And she don't like how the men shout with their knees together. That is such a weird thing for you to focus on. And she said the women, they opening their legs like they're men. Close your legs. I, I, I can't even imagine what she's talking about. I really can't even picture that in my head. I can picture it. I, I can picture I can picture that. I've never seen what she's talking about. Not one time. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. So, yeah, I hear what she's talking about, but, hey, that's just what they're just doing their thing. All right. I'm sure Blade will have something to say about that. But that's also why people don't go to church no more, because why are you so focused on what I look like when you should be ministering to me? What is wrong with you? Well, she's uh, upset with the tight suits they're wearing. And she's saying they're so tight, she can see how many they got. You know how many, I guess, testicles she's talking about, I believe. I don't know. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 
513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, we got a whole lot to cover this morning. We'll take a break. 1230, The Buzz. 12.30 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Things got to get better, especially with these young folks. In downtown Cincinnati, things got to get better. My answer is catch them and then make the parents, punish the parents for the sins of their kids. And I bet you things will get better. When you let the parents go free and they don't have to pay anything for what their kids are doing, yeah, they'll keep doing it. But once those parents are called in, and they miss time from work and this and that and all kind of stuff, you're going to get some action. You're going to see some action. All right. Let's go to the phones. Uh, looks like, uh, let's see, looks like Blade is up. Hey, Blade, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, my friend? I'm hanging in there. What's up? Hey, you got a lot of good, strong topics, but that's old topics. Uh, but the main topic is I'm surprised people are not upset. And I and, and, and you you brought out a good point. We don't want to go to war because three black people got killed. Now, if it was three white people got killed, I think we'd be striking back right by now. Well, I mean, you don't so, want to. Look, they're expecting you to strike right back. You got to get them when they're not expecting you. So, uh, you know, you get them when and, and first because they black? and then you got to make wait. Hold on. No, no. Hold on. Then you got to find out where can we hit them that's going to hurt them the most. What sites can we? It, it takes time to do this stuff, Blade. You can't just go the five uh, an hour after they strike us, go and strike something hey, that may not even do friend, any damage. My friend, they've been hitting us for a while. So when are we going to figure, you know, and, and as you said, we have dropped the standards so low for every, every, uh, com- every uh, conversation you're talking about. For our kids, for our service, our churches. Have you noticed uh, the only institution we can talk about and make fun of is the Christian church? We talk about no other religion. These people that you're talking about are half-been and should have been gone. Uh, <laughs> but they're not gone. They're still there. They're not gone. They're still there. You know, you know what You know what the problem is? What? It's the, it's the congregations that have been made groupies they put up with that. That that is abuse. You go to a church and a person abuse you like that. But your girl uh, Juanita, she's a joke. She's a hypocrite. You, you know why your boy beat her down because he found out that in her past that she was one of them, and she got her nerve. What do you mean one of her, them? You know, you know, women. She she used to be with women a lot, this and that, whatever. And and and. Now she want to talk about everybody else. Tell Juanita to get her house right because her <laughs> son is a, is a gay pastor. But anyway, but like I was saying, uh, and uh, that lady that called yesterday, your best uh, best caller you had in a while, spoke the truth. Uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly, the lady named Kelly. Yeah, and then yeah. you had all the, the black liberal simps call in and try to go against them. That's the problem. We don't want to stand up. Why is the black men? In our community, want the white man to solve our problem. 
no, the black man, go out there and get them boys. Because over here, uh, Go I mean, get it. Okay, first old. of all, nobody tried to break it up. Cars were just driving by, looking. People yeah, just looked. Yeah. Nobody Simps. tried to intervene. Simps. But over here, um, we don't play that uh, because uh, over here it's been yeah. 30 shootings and 17 to justify. You come in, you come in our house, you get yeah. popped. No matter just how old you are, you try to rob somebody, you're getting popped. So, you know, um, I don't know what you're doing over Cincinnati, but that's what you're going to have to do. It makes no difference. And all them activists talking about poor babies and stuff, get them boys. Because you start popping them, they'll leave y'all alone. Peace all out, right. bro. Thanks for your call. And sadly enough, that's probably what's going to end up happen, happening. They're going to mess with the wrong person, somebody who's carrying, and somebody's going to get shot and killed. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And then what will we what will we say then? What's going to happen then? We'll probably try to put that person who is defending himself and shoots one of these young teenagers. We'll probably have try to have him on death row in a week. White Lion, how you doing? Man, okay, it's the white lizzle, okay? I told Raven it's the white lizzle. Oh. She had one job to do. Oh, you know, please. Ever since, ever since. Look, hold on. First of all, you got to take me off this speaker or whatever you're on. We can barely understand anything you're saying. Can you do that? I, I don't have it on speaker. Does it still sound bad? Gee, go ahead. Is it, is it better? Okay, it's well, better. okay, so ever since Snoop Dogg quit smoking weed, He's finally come to his senses that Trump's an okay guy. So I would like for you guys to refer to me as the white lizzle from here on out, if that's okay. Oh, boy. Okay. So now I just want to move along. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see and hear that you guys are talking about the hate crime that happened downtown. Um, you know, because if that were eight white boys jumping a black guy, that's what we'd be but saying. But the last attack was another black teenager they jumped on. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. So... As the, as the president of the NWCT, I'm calling for a travel advisory for all white people to go down oh, to downtown geez. Cincinnati. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, what? hey, man, hey, we're just going to sit here and let uh, – did you hear Biden talk about how he's been trying to close the border? Yes. Okay. Well, what? Does, we, you don't see right through that, right? Like now <laughs> right. all of a sudden he's looking right. at his phone numbers. I don't understand. I, I just don't understand this whole border. Why can't we just shut it down and if you people cross over and we catch them, send them back until we get this thing straightened out? That's what I well, can't we've understand. Been, we've been saying that for three years. Well, why are we just now all of a sudden on the same page about this? Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, this is going to dog Biden up until November of the November election. So we'll see what happens. I got to run, White Lion. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Mustafa. Mustafa, how are you? Mustafa, going once, going twice. Miss Nettie, how are you? Greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights. I'm going to say this right quick. Yes. Ain't nothing take the place of a man. Can you dig it? I can I dig it. I feel black with his fine self. So you can dig it, I can dig it. District 3. Oh, my God. All these fine brothers, the real Terrence Howard, he's mocha chocolate. 
Uh-uh. Ain't nothing take the place of bro. Oh, please. And as far as this dyke stuff they talking about, the woman Burrell was on that while just, ago. Just say lesbians, okay? Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever they is. Whatever. I have, I have no desire to be that. But I don't think nobody should preach about it and tell you what you can't do. Yes, yes. You know, they need to shut, the, shut up. Can I say hell? <laughs> yes, you can say hell, but I don't know about Dyke. You said Dyke. I don't know whether you're supposed to be you saying that. You said it twice, Lincoln. Go ahead, Miss Natty. If I said it twice, then remove it, okay? Okay. The people who like other people, can you dig it? Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to say this. There's nothing finer than the black chocolate man. Okay. Okay. I like all the brothers now. I don't care. Yeah. I think they look good for whatever color, Okay. Yes. It don't matter what color, if that's who you love. Yes. But I ain't, I ain't going to be preaching about don't do that. As far as the hugging, hey, I don't hug everybody I dare going to see. All right. You know, I don't hug them. Well, Ms., uh, Mr. Uh, Melvin, do you want to say something to Lincoln Beware? He says ribbit. Good morning, Lincoln. Tell Frog I said hi. Well, Frog, he said hello. Well, I know you can hear him. Yes. And also to the Sharon Ware, the lady of Walk and Talk, okay? All right. To everybody out there. Now, Ms. Nettie, what should we do with these uh, teenagers that are running in packs like wild wolves in downtown I Cincinnati? Lock them up. Lock them up. If we can yeah, ever catch them. The reason them. I said that, it could be one of our kids out there showing out. I still say lock them up. I hear you. I still right. say that because we can't stop this. They're beating up, beat that old white man up. Yep. And beat that kid up down there with that white shirt on the I don't know. He had a white hoodie. He probably on. said no. He didn't want to be in the crowd. I don't know what he said, but they attacked him like a gang of wild wolves. And far as the drones coming over killing them soldiers, oh, please. What? I, I put it like this. I don't think it was... By accident. How about that? Well, no, it wasn't by accident. They intended to bomb that base. And I'm going to tell you this. I've been telling everybody, everybody wants to get to America. Okay, so they want to take over America. Y'all won't believe me, but everything I said pretty much coming to pass. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to say that. And if I did, I apologize to the people that like the other agenda. Okay. All right. By using the D word. Thanks for your call. Okay. <laughs> Is she a piece of work or what? Let's take a break and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln Ware with you. It's Tuesday, 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware on a Tuesday morning. Going to try to get the chief, uh, Chief Thiji, try to get her on around eleven o'clock. Hopefully, we'll talk to her about the plans for downtown Cincinnati. Because I mean, eventually, this is going to hurt businesses down there, and that you don't want. You don't want that. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's go to the. Uh, Queen of Egypt, Ben Bill. Queen of Egypt. Hey, Lincoln, how are you? Bernadette, okay. You know uh, it was me. It's only one. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> hey, I didn't know. Okay. Um, how y'all doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing okay. great. 
Are those, I are those Hebrew Israelites leaving you alone? Um, no, that's just part of the program of this new world. Okay. And I'm going to explain that to you if you let me. I won't okay. be long, but I just I wanted to come in on this conversation because that's why I came to you 24 years ago, 1998, I think, um, when you was at the other station. And I came to you because I was overcoming many spirits, many demons, uh, many possessions and, and all this, because the things we preach, whether Judeo, Hebrew, Christian, Islam, all of from one spirit. We preach that Jerusalem as the new church. So we see all these Eastern people coming over here. We said we have a new world. But long story short, I came to your show and I was come overcoming drugs and, um, like I say, all these spirits that go with drugs, yeah. and we know what that is. And the world you see today are those same spirits. When I came to your show, I was preaching that Magdalena, that Mary was the first one to say, hey, I saw Jesus, meaning I overcame hell. I'm resurrecting from okay. hell. Okay. When people testify to you, they're telling you they come from okay. hell. So where are we going with this, Bernadette? Because it sounds like a long the sermon. Today is you don't hear and understand that hell is these, this new world. You have homosexuality, you have the murders, you have uh, the vitiligo, you have all these different plagues. They're symbolic plagues. Now, I'm not pinpointing people because sin is sin. I don't care if it's stealing or if it's homosexuality. Sin is sin. God has pardoned that sin, but it explains in your Bible I'm not going to pardon you. And what that means is the law that's indoctrinated in your bloodline, who is the queen of Egypt, your resurrection, is going to show. So all these diseases and plagues and gun violence and all that, God said, though you have the victory by faith, it's going to show up in your flesh. And the church's job is to preach against the laws of flesh, whether it's homosexuality, whether it's drug abuse, whether it's stealing, whether it's skin diseases, because these are things that were pertaining to the spirits of hell and damnation. So when they call and they say, well, you preach preacher out of order because we're supposed to have a Christ <laughs> mindset. Okay, but the Christ mindset is I also love you. Okay. And because I love you, okay. I have to tell you that there is a bomb in Gilead. There is a God of overcoming. Right. There is a Joshua, okay. Yahshua, whoever. You're preaching. Bernadette. Bernadette, you're preaching. Is there, is there one point you wanted to make and get to the point, point without giving There's me a whole point. Okay, get to it. Because we have so many things, cars and money and property and prestige and all this love for the foreign nations, we forget that God still wants to heal us. There is no point of God if there's no testimony. And so your witness of going to church is void if nobody's being healed. And yeah. money is don't don't heal. Money just buy you things. You need new money, which is new wine, which is a new mindset. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for your call. Whew. Unbelievable. And she would have gone on for another hour <laughs> just like that if I let her. But, did, okay, did we ever come to a point? I don't know. I don't know. But I would love for Bernadette and Eliah to have a debate one day. Bill, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I agree with her 
Okay? And <laughs> I'm going to get to the point. That's, all right? that's scary. It needs to stop the, 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 the jumping on, you know, senior citizens and all that. From what I understand, the old man that was jumped on last week in Washington Park, his siblings is looking for these little punks. And I tell you, it's not going to be good at all. I mean, she's right in what she was saying about demonic spirits and all that and everything. And I hear about the fact that they're mad and everything because, you know, the curfews and all this and that. I care less about them being mad. They need to stay in the house. And the parents need to step up and resume responsibility for their actions. And I tell you, I would hit their, their parents in their pockets because the thing is that when, you know, they have to go to court, they're going to have to miss work and everything and all that, miss a day of pay because of these little monsters running around yeah. here carrying on. Well, I, I think mean, it's going to take really more scary. than a day of pay to get them to uh, tighten up on those kids. It's going to take more than a day of pay to get these parents. It might uh, One day in jail might do it. That might do it, but I don't know if that can even happen. But who is the judge that is letting them these kids out, locking them up and everything, and then turn around and let them out? Who is the judge that's doing this? And I mean, and this is crazy. And, I mean, you know, it's a thing where, I mean, I walk downtown. I have mates with me and everything, so I'm prepared. But you know what? I'm not going to be prepared for six or seven people jumping all over me and all that. I mean, I, I hope God keeps, you know, me under his protection and everything and all that. But, I mean, Blade, I disagree with what you said. And White Lion, I think you're an idiot, man. You, you just need to get a life. I'm done. Okay. Bye. Thanks for your call. And he drops the mic. Bill drops the mic. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Since he got you with that D's nuts joke, he's been chasing that high ever since. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the big news now, can Taylor Swift make it to the Super Bowl from Tokyo in time? And then they go on to explain to you how it's possible. Yeah. And it is possible. It is possible. And I think she'll probably make it. She will probably make it. Uh, Cincinnati Police Department, in case you didn't see, they posted a video last night of a group attacking a uh, juvenile on a downtown sidewalk. And what gets me, though, cars just keep driving by like nothing's going on. I saw some people standing around a pole as the kids were coming down the sidewalk, attacking the guy. They were getting back. And I can't believe, you know, some people are not able to get out there and try to break a fight up. So they were moving back. They got out of the way and just watched. But nobody came to this kid. See, I, you know, the TV, they don't have time to run the entire video. They show you the part where the kid is being stomped and you show you the part where one person comes in one last time and gives one stump to the head and then leave, and you see the kid there not moving at all on the sidewalk. Did people come? How soon did somebody call 911? Did anybody go and touch the kid to see, you know? I don't know. 
But it's almost like a mentality of I'm not getting involved. I'm not going to get involved. That almost seems like the mentality out there. They ain't messing with me. I'm not going to mess with them. So I don't know. I, I just don't know where do we go from here. Because like I say, if this stuff keeps up, somebody is going to get killed. It's, it's going to happen. Joe Biden says he's, uh, he knows what he's going to do. He knows his response to the attack of that base in Jordan. He's got his response ready to go. And speaking of Taylor Swift, the uh, far-right conspiracy theories tied Taylor Swift and the NFL to the 2024 race. <laughs> yes, presidential race. Those right-wing conspiracies hit that hotline. I think it's the chief. And let's break for news. And then we'll come back and talk to the chief right after the news on 1230. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. Where with you? And let's go over to police headquarters and check in with my good friend, Police Chief Teresa Thiji. How you doing today, Chief? Chief. I'm good. Yep, I'm good today, Lincoln. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great, doing great. Uh, boy, you I, I guess you could imagine what I was calling about with all the violence of these young teenagers downtown Cincinnati. We had two in downtown. Then we had the, some guy got jumped on over at Washington Park uh, a while ago. What's got, what can we do to stop this madness? Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's a couple uh, answers to that question, Lincoln. First and foremost, I think people need to be aware of the fact that we, the police, are doing everything that we can to solve these crimes and to try to prevent them from happening in the future. Um, you know, we've made arrests on most of the incidents that you're referencing. Um, unfortunately, some of the people that we arrested are already back out on yeah. the street. And that's a problem. Um, that's a problem. That That is a problem. That is definitely a problem because... Uh, there's a strong likelihood that we will encounter them again while they're waiting for the uh, disposition of their current charges. There's a strong likelihood they'll pick up additional charges. Well, say so, and and so you say the. Are you talking to? Uh, were you able to talk to the people that were arrested? Uh, did they give you any information on who else was in the gangs? I guess. And do you plan on putting extra police officers in the downtown area? Yeah, so um, I, I have not personally spoken with anybody who's been arrested. The investigators yeah. take care of that um, yes. for, the, for the police department. And so they gather whatever intel they can uh, to further their investigation. But to your response of additional resources, absolutely. Uh, we already have a plan in place uh, that will start today for additional patrols in the downtown area. 
with a uh, high concentration in the government square area mm-hmm. um, to prevent to prevent some further incidents from occurring. I mean, at one point they had details working down the government square. Uh, did they pull them off, or, or or what happened with that? No, they're still occurring. They're okay. still occurring. But you know, some of these incidents, um, while they may arrive, the, the individuals may arrive via government square. Yeah. Um, then they then they leave the government yeah. square area and mm-hmm. go to other parts of the downtown. And so we'll be patrolling. Uh, additional areas of downtown, not okay. just government square. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, so, I mean, people are talking curfew, maybe enforce the curfew. I don't know whether that's going to be the right way to go or not. Uh, making parents responsible. What, how is there any way we can hold p- parents responsible? If you arrest one of their kids, like for jumping on one of these individuals down there, what can we do to hold parents responsible for this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you're you're correct. We've got uh, some laws on the books that hold parents accountable for their their kids' behavior, um, and uh, my encouragement is that we start using that to hold the parents accountable. You're absolutely correct. You know, if this was 20 years ago and this was one of my kids behaving like this, I would expect the police to come knocking at my door asking me why I'm not yeah. parenting my child and keeping them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's time we... We um, use that law to our advantage to help curb this activity. Now, of course, you're not happy with these guys being back out on the streets. Now, will there be any conversation with the prosecutors and judges? Uh, will you guys? Do you guys ever meet? I mean, will you ever get a chance to express your opinion to some of the judges there? Absolutely. Um, so, a few a few weeks, maybe a month or so ago, I had a conversation with the prosecutor's office about juvenile offenders and them being uh, released from juvenile jail. And now I'm going to further that conversation to include the, the judges from the juvenile court system and let them know we are doing our part mm-hmm. as law enforcement. We need some other people to start stepping up and doing their part. And right now that concentration is going to be on the juvenile court system. Um, I do have a, a meeting on the books to have that discussion okay. with uh, the judges there. Okay, that's good. I think that conversation needs to be had. And somebody was saying that the judges, the prosecutors weren't giving the judges enough information, and that's why they were setting low bonds and things like that. So I don't know how true that is. Maybe once you talk to them, you'll see what they're faced up against, and we can sort of turn that around. Absolutely. You know, the, the officers inundate the prosecutors with all the information that we have, and all the evidence that does get passed on to the uh, the courts um, personnel, the judges and magistrates, um, and what they choose to do with it from there, to some degree is out of our control. Yeah. But now they're they're going to be kind of put on notice that we're watching. Okay. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, you know you're going to put some extra troops out there, extra uh, police officers out there, and uh, maybe some plain clothes undercover too. I don't know. We don't want to tip your hand, but uh, uh, something needs to be done. This is winter. You know, wait till summer comes, man. If they're doing all this and it's cold outside, when the weather warms up, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. Yep. You're exactly right. We need to get get a handle on it now so that we can. Uh, Tell everybody they've been forewarned before the summer months get here. All right, uh, uh, Chief Theji, it's always great talking to you. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Lincoln. Have a great day. All right, you too. Thanks. All right, so they're going to beef up patrols in the area.
which is a good thing. Like you said, if they've got details on Government Square, but when they leave there, the details are still on Government Square and the kids have gone somewhere else raising hell. Raising hell. All right, let's move along. Let's go to Frankie. Frankie, how are you? Lincoln, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. What's up? Okay, so uh, I haven't been following what's going on in downtown Cincinnati, but I do wish healing for the victims. Another point, though, you can't arrest your way out of this problem. That's been tried over and over again. I'm not saying you can't arrest. That's, that's been tried. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. lock them up and throw away the key. That's been done. So looking for some holistic approaches also in in addition to whatever needs to be taken care of. My question, I had a question for Chief DG, and it's about some of the unsolved, hum, unsolved homicides of black women. Like, for instance, my childhood friend, Dina Mosley, um, that's a clear case where they know who, the streets know who did it, and there's been, I have written to the chief about some of these unsolved homicides of black women, and I'm just wondering what she's doing to address that. Unsolved homicides of black women. My childhood friend, Dina Mosley, was murdered, and I've reached out to her. So that's where I'm at I'll get her back in the studio. Uh, She comes in from time to time. We'll set something up to get her back in the studio, and we'll cover all those items right there. We'll talk about that. What's interesting, too, in an article, a couple of articles when she was, um, she got the position of chief of police, she talked about her being a mom and how she wanted, you know, she understood some of these issues that's going on with young people. So keep that same energy, keep that same message, and it's not an attack. But um, I just want her to just think about it. You know, we can't arrest ourselves out of this problem. You can't yeah. just arrest everybody, throw them, throw them away, lock them, throw them up, throw them in jail, throw away the key, lock them up. There's got to be that and something else. You know what I mean? Lincoln? I hear you. So, I hear you. Just, just All right. Say that FBK. You, Good to talk to you, FBK. Frankie Good to Butler talk to Kid. you, too. I've seen <laughs> beloved Sister Buckner. I'm so glad to see her. So, uh, When did you yeah. see her? I saw her uh, maybe... Two or three weeks ago, oh, okay. maybe three weeks ago. Okay, all right. Beloved, yeah, I saw beloved. It was so good. We just start crying. She just start crying. Lincoln <laughs> loved her always. Yes, for sure. All right, Frankie. Good Take care. To you. All right. Uh huh. That's, that's FBK, and let's go to Ray. Ray, how you doing? What's up, Lincoln? What's going on, Lincoln? I heard the chief, and and it's almost like they're always Johnny come lately because she's saying now we're going to do this and now we're going to do that instead of getting ahead of it. From the start, when when two other ones, uh, people were on, you yeah. know, were were jumped. Now the, the the time to do it was then. Yeah, but now, but now they like, like it's still winter here in Cincinnati. So if they get a jump on it, like she said, before spring and summer gets here, that's when it's going to get worse. When the when the weather gets warm, so get ahead of it. Yeah, you missed two or three, uh, but now you're out there and see what happens. Okay, now, you also said uh, when these groups of teens, uh, first of all, what time of day was it? It was like, uh, I would say around 3, 4, 5, somewhere around that time. After school, right? Yes. And so the chances are that it, it looks like that latest one, he was part of it. I don't think he was random. I think he was part of the group that went wrong. They pretty much all probably went to the same school. Well, I probably. That's why I said they need to find out what school these kids attend and... Uh, get in there and try to nip it in the bud. This guy was probably somebody they spotted and they were after, had some beef with him, 
and that whole group probably, you know, ran up on him and surrounded him. Looks like he was trying to get away from him, and uh, he couldn't, and they beat the hell out of him. Yeah, but he put up a good fight, too. And you also said these groups of teams was on Government Square. And then when they go to somewhere else, it's almost like you're saying that the, the detail cops, they're told to stay right there. They can't radio another officer or two and say, hey, follow these groups of teams. When you got groups of teams downtown up to no good, they should be followed. They should be followed. And at some point, someone, they're going to they're gonna jump the wrong person. And if he ends up shooting all six or seven of them, don't anybody say anything because they deserve it. Well, I mean, you know? I think somebody's going to end up getting killed. I, I can see that coming if they don't, you know, stop this madness. Right. And I wouldn't expect anybody white to jump in because when you got six or seven black kids, they don't know. I mean, they're already scared in the first place. And so they're thinking, I ain't getting involved. Maybe I, I'm not going to get a shot over them, you know, kicking and, 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 and beating one of their own. And, and don't anybody say, hey, well, look what happened to January 6th. So when they say, where are the parents of these teens? Where were the parents of January 6th? Oh, oh they, yeah. were they, were the parents, right. they were parents. Right. They were parents. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thanks for your call, Ray. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Marcus is up on the other side of the break. 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. Lakita Cole is my guest in the studio. We were talking about her and a uh, situation she was in, uh, in an abusive relationship, and it pretty much took over her life and uh, pretty much destroyed her life, but she's bringing it back. She's coming back. So uh, at what point did your son ever see him um uh, no he's never seen um any of the uh, physical but um a lot of the mental and the arguing mm-hmm. and because at that point you know he's young um so at you know my defining moment when he was three okay um and we were um arguing and he's yelling um my son is yelling and screaming telling us to stop and um, his dad goes, that's not me. That's your mom. And my dad, and he says, no, no, no. It's you, daddy. It's you. Mm. And he says, both of y'all stop. Mm. And so at, at that, three years old, at three years old. Mm. And at that point, um, I realized that I can't, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to allow my child mm. to um, be raised in a home yeah. like this yeah. and see this. And that, that was a because smart it's a cycle. Yeah. You know, if he mm-hmm. sees this, he mm-hmm. thinks it's okay. And so to this, you know, I teach my child, you don't hit girls, you know, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. at the young age they're young, you know, the girls are hitting the yeah. boys and some right. people think it's okay. No, he would come home and was like, mm-hmm. no, um, if he hit someone, he'll say, no, it was a boy, mommy. It wasn't a girl. It was mm-hmm. a boy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you don't hit girls. I don't mm-hmm. care. So I'm teaching him that. And so you, you, you lost your job. You got this house and everything. You got a kid. How did you survive? Uh, my family. I will say I had a, a very strong support system. Uh, my family and my very close friends, um, they helped lift me up. Um, it's difficult mm-hmm. sitting here talking to you. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, sitting difficult. here talking to me, you're letting people know some things that they didn't know. Yeah. You know um, what I've, you know, I've done my, you know, my research, um, you know, 40, more than 40 percent of um the women who um, are abused are black. Um, we are least likely to be the ones to um, tell or report mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's it's just a cycle. I mean, it goes back to yeah. the days. I mean, just look at, you know, just that my dad my dad bought this point to me, the color purple. You know, when Oprah and Harpo was going through it, mm-hmm. the dad told Harpo to do what? Beat her. Yeah, beat her. Um, even, mm-hmm. you know, um, Oprah was like, I mean, I mean, not Oprah Winfrey. I mean, um, not Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg told Harpo. He's like, I'm having a problem with her. What do I do? You know, Whoopi, who think it was fine to do this, he, she said, beat him. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, that's what, and so back it goes in those back, days. Yeah. 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 And so... You 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 lost your job that you should not have lost, and uh, I wish you had fought more for that. I wish you had fought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny because people still from the yeah. parks department call me yeah. still and ask my advice about different things, yeah. and this is what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was I, I love my job because I love being able to help people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and help them understand the system and things like that. So I did love that. I I do wish um I would have fought harder and more for that, but um. I think it still would have been a difficult battle um, because it's a park board mm-hmm. and the board would have had to vote and they were already going through their troubles with their director and things like that. And uh, uh, you got with uh, my good friend Shannon Anderson. Yes. Uh, Hammond. And what what was that connection? Um, so I actually would used to work out with her to boot camp and do the running with her yeah. um, and started listening to her story. Um, and then she started the group called Yana, um, You're Not Alone. And that actually really helped me to realize that, you know, at some point you think you alone. Even my mother has said, you know, people thought I was some fierce person, you know, and they mm-hmm. looked at me as being strong and, you know, someone as a fighter and, mm-hmm. you know, who would fight back. And this could not have happened to her. She's not going to allow that. Not the Lakita I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do I now say, well, you know what? The Lakita, you know, is not the one. I'm not that person who yeah. I used to be. And mm-hmm. it can happen. Um, and it does happen. And unfortunately, it happens in the name yeah, of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because, uh, you know, people know you as a tough girl, you know, right. you're tough. I mean, you ride that bike and, you know, you, Lakita, you don't mess with Lakita, but right. it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anyone. And again, it starts mentally. Yeah. You know, especially if you're already um, in a vulnerable place trying to define who you are and figure out who you are. And, you know, it's the little things that you don't realize mm-hmm. until now, you know, that started um, eating away at me and things yeah. that I started believing that, you know, maybe I'm not, uh, I'm not beautiful. You know, I'm not deserving. And he told you all this. He told you all this. Yes. You know, all nobody's going to want you. you know? Yeah. No one's going to want me. You're never going to be married. You're never, you know, and you, I look around I'm like, well, you know, you're absolutely right. I'm not married. You know, I haven't been married. You know, I'm this age. I don't have any kids, you know. Remember him saying that my mother's never going to be a grandmother because my mother's only child. She's never going to mm. be a grandmother because no one wants a kid with you. Mm. And I believe it. You know, he's the only one. I'm the only one who wanted a kid. I'm the one going to go through this testing. And so you start believing it. Wow. And so what are you doing now? So um, right now, and I have a cleaning business, John Lee Cleaning, which is named after my son. Okay. Um, and um, just starting over and trying to get my yeah. life, okay. you know. And I, I will say that, you know, he... This is not to to beat him up because he did give me something that actually saved my life. Mm -hmm. You know, my son, you know, my son has saved my life. Um, You don't realize the dark places you you're in, you know, Um, one minute you're happy and the next minute you're not. It's going to be I mean, he's still in jail now. Correct. Uh, Is he going to 
he's going to try to see his son when he gets out. How's right. that going to? Um, it, it's I'm not you know I don't have a problem. And I still I talk to him now. You know we've mm-hmm. talked through the things. You know he has a apologized for some of the things. Um, um, I don't I don't know if he realizes the to the extent that it had harmed me. Yeah, but you know, yeah. and I cannot let that happen. I can't let him see that weakness that I'm not that person that I was mm-hmm. also yeah. that he left. I'm not the person that he left. I am back to getting myself back to finding who I mm-hmm. was when I was that fierce person, not yeah. afraid or anything like that, and having to um, pour life into myself, you know, not expecting someone else to pour yeah. life into me and not expecting someone else to define me, but having to define myself. And it's a journey. Um, um, it's, it's days that I will sit in my car and just cry, yeah. like, how did well, I get here? Yeah, how did I yeah. allow someone Gee. to do this to me? Um, and realizing that everything I went through is not his fault. It was also mine because a person can't do anything that you don't allow. Yeah, yeah. And so I allowed these things. I allowed myself to be beat up. And yes, I had a strong system. And, you know, I know that it hurt my mother and my mm-hmm. father who were there for me yeah. because people can do this and still have that strong mm-hmm. support system. My mother and my father were there for me. However, they didn't know because I hid it from them. Now, after the, the motorcycle, the motorcycle trip, when you were the first uh, occurrence, did you what? You know, did you make up in your mind then that you were done with him after that? Or how uh, did he sweet talk himself back I, in, you know, after that? I, I did. Um, I made up my mind that I, you know, I thought I was, well, you know what? I'm just going to um, sit, you know, just go through this trip. And when it's right. over with, when I get That's, back, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. You know, is what I thought. And, you know, next thing I know, he sweet talked me again and he's apologizing and it never happened again. And then it happened. And again. it happened again and again and again. But at this point, you know, I'm. Um, is some of the mental things that were going yeah. on, and I started believing them, you know, that it was my fault, that this is why it happened, you know. Um, and so that's what that's that's how you get in it. And, and people need to understand that it doesn't matter who you are, it mm-hmm. happens, you know. Um, people always think, oh, it's this, this type of person. There's no type. Yeah. yeah. It can happen to anyone. I, I never thought it would happen to me, and it did. Mm. So what would you say? To women out there that might be going through exact same thing, you what would you tell them? The first thing they should do. Um, the first thing I would say is is hopefully find someone who you can talk to, um, and not judge you. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing is, some, finding someone who would talk to you and not judge you and say, "Girl, just get out of it, just leave." Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's not. You don't think I want to leave? You don't think that I want to just get out of it? Yeah, but then when that person sweet talks you and tell and they tell you that your friends just jealous of you because they don't have anyone, you believe that. You know, um, but I would say, you know, just try to talk to someone and, and trying to um, figure out and write some things down. You know, that's what I, I started doing. I started writing down some positives and some negatives mm-hmm. about me and what I can fix and try to um, encourage myself and um, tell someone, you know, don't be afraid to tell your parents. You know, that's what I was afraid. I was afraid that they were um one, if they were going to judge me yeah. and then telling my dad, well, what was he going to do to him? Yeah. And yeah. my dad's. Yeah. Not the young spring right, chicken right. anymore. And he might hurt your father. You know, what you if know? he hurts yeah. him if you see it so many times where yeah. that person comes to rescue right. and, then, and then they get hurt. And yeah. then they get hurt, you mm-hmm. know. And, yeah. you know, and I know my dad was like, you know, my job is not to say me. He would say, Lakita, you're not supposed to protect me. I'm supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was protecting him because I thought that I had to mm-hmm. be strong as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you plan on, have you been keeping up with politics? Uh, can we see another... 
Um, <laughs> go to the polls and vote for Cole? Um, I, I really don't know right now. Um, you know, like I said, it's still a journey. I'm still trying to heal myself um, and still trying to, I have the ups and downs and still trying to keep everything to myself. You know, it took me until this morning to even tell my dad that, hey, I'm going on the radio station. Really? Really? So I was afraid, like, What's he going to say? Is he yeah. going to judge me? What did he me? say? Um, did he say? You he, don't need to go on that Lincoln Wear show. No, <laughs> actually, and uh, you know, it was him who brought the the point about the um about the uh Oprah Winfrey stuff okay. and he said, uh-huh. "Yeah, it's systematic. It happens. Mm-hmm. It's been going on yeah. a long time ago." And he understood mm-hmm. why I was going on and he thought yeah. that it would be some okay. good. And I will tell you that people have been reaching out to me. I mean, um, people of all races have inboxed me that really? I don't even know. It's really? like, you know, I, I thank you for sharing mm-hmm. your story. I've been in your boat. And, you know, the one girl was like, yeah, I'm in the same club as you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. club? At first yeah. I'm thinking motorcycle club. And yeah. then as I read on, she was like, oh, no. She was meaning, yeah. you know, the abusive club. She's in that club. Yeah. And me telling my story is helped her to realize mm-hmm. that she wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what um, Shannon's, um, her her mission, her yeah. um program is about it's not you're not alone in these things that um, there are other people and just try to seek people that will try to help you okay well boy i'm i'm glad your father agreed with you coming down (laughs) yes Yes. but uh and you kind of hesitated to coming you you didn't really want to come no you know when i called you you like "Uh." i was grappling with it um because i and again like i said it's still fearful for me to go out and tell the story and Mm -hmm. see what happened you know when i saw it um in a in the news, you know, I just I, yeah. my mother doesn't read online, so she didn't see it. Right, right. I didn't tell my dad, and he mm-hmm. called my my dad called me. He was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you have something to tell me?" And I was mm-hmm. again, I got okay. fearful, like, "Oh mine, you know, I don't want them to be judged." And I had to tell them, I had to learn that I don't have to keep everything inside. Right, right. And that's right. if nothing else, I want the next person to realize that you don't have to keep it inside. That you do need to tell people, mm-hmm. um, and, and and let it out, and that helps you. And so okay. it's a learning process, you know. Um, with my my new companion, it was hard for me to tell them, you know, tell him that this is what happened. This is my story. Um, And hoping that he didn't judge me and that he would um, be supportive, you know, even coming down on the radio station like, oh, you know, when it came out in the news, I had, you know, are you okay? Because I know it affects, you know, him. And, hey, I'm coming to the radio station, you know, do you mind going with me? I was I wasn't willing to do that at first. Yeah, yeah, it was fearful. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's an Aries, born on the same day I'm born on, so he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's born April 11th, so he's all right. He's all right. And uh, uh, but I, I really appreciate you coming. And I tell you, it, like I say, it, it took some doing to come and do this, but I think you'll feel a lot better. You probably feel a lot better now. I do. I do. I feel See? better because I'm getting it out. I feel better yeah. because you know. Telling the story, like you said, people didn't realize that I wasn't even at this house. Yeah. You know, yeah. how do you, you know, then how do you say well, I'm obstructing? Saying, I can't believe she hid him out and lost her whole career by hiding him out right. in the house. And yeah. I never hid him out. He was not even supposed to be there. I wasn't even there, you know. And it's in, in, and, and I get it. It's easy to believe. And yeah. I just like, you know what? People are going to believe. I've been in politics, so they're mm. going to believe what they want to believe. I, I At that point, I didn't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm dealing with something else. At that point, you know, people didn't know that I was still dealing with Mm-hmm. the the abuse yeah. you know um and it's just like the newer, the story said i didn't want her to write the story when she contacted him about the story he contacted me yeah and i was like oh no i'm not no you you don't contact him and now he's contacting yeah. me i'm like no yeah. that's not i'm not yeah yeah unbelievable now how did the prosecutor come into this i have no idea she i did not 
that was, you know, this, I'm reading the story just like y'all yeah, were reading the story. Yeah, so like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, that was new to <laughs> yeah, me. Um, yeah. So I'm okay. not sure. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just wanted it over with. So I said, yeah. oh, I, my lawyer was very yeah. good. I think um, Bill Gallagher, um, he was very supportive. He actually he actually also encouraged me to do the story and get okay. it out there. And I'm yeah. like, oh, no, Bill, I'm not doing this. And I thought Sharon Coolidge did a pretty good story. She did a I great job. A great I, job. Yeah. Uh, kudos to her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she was very, very empathetic to my story. Yeah. You know, she talked. Um, she actually hooked me up with Women for Help, Women Helping Women. Okay. Um, um, so that was very helpful. Okay. All right. Well, Lakita Cole, I'm, I'm looking for you. You got two years now <laughs> to think it over to run for council. They could use you down there. Strong black woman. They could use you down there. Thank you. You thank know, you. Uh, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate you agreeing to come. I know you said you didn't want to take any phone calls, but I think all the calls, if you had taken calls, they would have been positive. I'm telling you. Thank you. But uh, I agreed to. Yeah, I wanted. I just wanted to, you know, get it out there, and I appreciate it. I, I don't want, you know, you take phone calls, it makes it longer and longer, and I just, yeah, I want to get move on with my life. But you never know, you know. All right. Well, you you have to come back again. You got my number. I got your number. So yes, call me anytime. Yeah. All right. Okay. Lakita Cole, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. See, we've got uh, Stefan, Al, Zarak, and Mustafa. Stefan, how you doing? What's up, brother Lincoln? How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling okay. Long time no hear, man. I like to thank that brother uh, Livingston. That brother, he did what he did. I thank God for using him doing what he did. Because that's a good, beautiful thing. That's why I always tell folks, I love you nothing you can do about it. Because you know what the love just spread around? Yeah. Like a wildfire. Yeah. Right, right, right. It, he, I hear you. He didn't really have anything to do with you being on the air, but go ahead. Oh, hey, yeah, getting the prophet <laughs> telling you because I ain't know nothing about it. All right. Now, what's anyway, on your mind? What's on my mind, Brother Lincoln, is let's talk about this tax abatement, brother. See, this tax abatement that, that, that the folks was in a lawsuit on for this tax abatement. They never saw a day in court, but somehow, some way, they settled that tax abatement behind their back. You mean, uh, what's the, what's the yeah. lawyer's name? Uh, uh, Rob Newman. Newman. Uh, so they Rob settled Newman. that? They, the city settled with him? Yes, they did. For brother. what? Did what a, was the settlement? I didn't. I didn't see non, anything about it. Non-disclosure, brother. Non-disclosure. That's how they play our black community. They use us, and then they abuse us and don't want to tell us the information. What happened and, and why did they settle without going to court? See, huh. these are the gangs they play in the black community. I, 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 I just, are you sure? You are positive brother Lincoln, brother it's been Lincoln, said. Brother Lincoln, I don't lie about nothing, brother. I, know I got to check brother. on that, Stefan. I got to check on that. You check I on haven't it, heard not a peep right. out of anybody on that. I haven't right. seen any news articles on it That's or right. anything. <laughs> I just told you non-disclosure, brother. What that mean? Don't tell the public. Well, no, that no, no, that means that you can tell the public it was settled, but you don't have to tell them what was what the settlement was. But right, you can tell them right. it was settled, and I, I got to check into that. I just find yeah, it hard you, to believe. You, yeah, don't hard to believe it, brother. One thing about me, brother, I got God in my spirit, brother, and I don't bring lies to no station, brother, to prove a point, man. When somebody tell you these facts, they true facts, man. 
And I won't lie to you on that. I'm going to find story, that out before my show is over. I'm going to find yeah, that out. See, make sure you report it, too, like I'm reporting it to you. I will. You're the man of power. I will. Because <laughs> nobody, way, you know, nobody has told me anything. They were telling me they want to come on and talk about the lawsuit and everything. Uh, you they know, did that, didn't they? And they did that, but they didn't that's tell me right. it was settled. So that's why I find it hard to believe that it was settled. <laughs> brother, brother Lincoln, I ain't going to sit there and lie to you, brother. Anyway, Brother Lincoln, yeah. I was down at City Hall last Wednesday and on Zoom. And on Zoom, they had a guy come on named Josh Junker. He was a white guy. He came on and he was saying, well, we, we trying to make sure the city uh, keep their promise and, and do what they say they're going to do. He said, Mike DeWine says, up to the city officials and the mayor to actually talk about the Queen's Gate you know, a uh, project down there off the bridge, off the Brentsis Bridge project, right? Uh-huh. He says up to the city council for the off ramp and the street grid, right? That's what he said. But the city can write; they can write their wrongs to make them. They can make their wrongs make them right. He said in June, this is a white guy. He said in June they did apologies for Kenyon Ball, and he said thirty thousand Cincinnati citizens. He didn't say black citizens. He said. It's, the Cincinnati citizens mm-hmm. got evicted from down to the Kenyan bar. They can make their wrongs right. So many other words, when Scotty Johnson did that apology, brother, he peeled the soil for them to de- de- develop down in the Queensgate area. That's where the Kenyan bar took place at. See, that's why I kept saying that, that the Kenyan bar apology didn't have no solution behind it, off that apology. See, see, he was down there looking puzzled when that guy said that, and I said, you see how that guy just came on Zoom and just front it on front it on the council <laughs> members off the apology by saying y'all can make y'all wrongs right by helping pave the way for the Queen's Gate to get developed off this Brent Defense Bridge project, Lincoln. This is the dirt that they do to black communities, brother. Yeah. This is how we keep getting played over and over again. See that apology should have mean some type of solution behind it to help the black people, brother. All right. We keep getting left. Hold on, Lincoln. We quickly, keep getting quickly. left out, brother. Quickly, quickly. I get you, brother. We, <laughs> you, you hate good news, but I understand that. But hold up. No, hey. listen, I, just, I mean, what do you mean I hate good news? I don't know if any of the news <laughs> no. is true yet or not. Lincoln, I'll let Lincoln. you know if it's true. I can't wait to come on your radio, I mean, your TV show, brother. I can't wait, brother. I don't lie about nothing, Lincoln. I just get to stick the facts for the people of Cincinnati and Lincoln. To help them out to understand what's really going on. All Why right. nobody's not being transparent to the black community, brother? But I got anyway, Lincoln, yeah. I love you, brother. And, and there's nothing what, I can brother? do about you it. You can't do a damn thing about it, brother. I love you, man. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move along. I got to find out about this so called. Remember where Newman sued the city uh, for the tax abatement? And all that. Remember, we had him on the air and everything. And so Stefan says they settled. And nobody knew anything about it. I just got to. I got to check that out. Al, then Mustafa. Al. Respect, love and blessings. Lincoln, how are you doing today? Pretty good. What's up? Hey, I wanted to um, first say thank you for taking my call. And a couple of days ago um, on Al Sharpton's show, um, the Pharaoh was on there. And um, he, he said something that I think went over 
a lot of people's hands. <laughs> oh, jeez. But um, if you, what did he say if, that you think went over a lot of people's heads? I mean, I, I mean, I would love, I would love for him to call back or you to touch base with him and see if he can repeat it. But um, he was just making a statement of, you know, um, how a a sheep dog became a sheep dog. Okay, and, and how did was, how did a, how does a sheep dog become a sheep dog? Well, because the sheepdogs, um, may, I mean, according to, you know, his analogy, you know, like I said, I, I, I heard it. I mean, it's his statement, and, um, you know, I can't, I, I may not do it the justice is due, but the sheepdog was created to protect the sheep, not to be a dog, and it associates itself as a sheep and not as a dog. Okay. And that was basically the same thing that Tim Scott was doing. He was associating himself as a white man, yeah, and not as a black man, yeah. Okay, I and, can see that. I can see that. And 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 the way that we know that as people is by our actions. You know what? What are our actions? That's how you can determine whether or not you know what side you're on. So if if you're carrying on just like the white man, and you're a black man, you're really in disguise. Yeah. But you don't know it. And we all do it. It's black people that, that was born here. We got a lot of white in us. We just, we just do. But, but if you don't understand and know how you became to be that way, you'll just continue to do it. Huh? And in the black community, you know, we don't, you know, a lot of us read and a lot of us study, but a lot of us don't understand what we read and what we study. Because we got the white man in our ear too, because he pays our bills. How does so, he pay our How does he pay our bills? Because his his face is on the dollar that we want and oh, that we get. Oh. That's how but, we pay our bills. No, you earn those dollars from him by working most in most cases for him. He's not paying the bill. You're paying the bills because you're working to get the bills. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying to you is, it's not your money. It's on loan. It's, it's not their money either. I, tell me about it. But what I'm saying to you is, we think that it's our money. That we're earning, we're making the money, and we're just earning it, you know, for a, a short period of time. Well, I, if I, you I can manage to save it, then you're good to yeah. go. If you don't have to spend no. it all on bills and you can save some of it, then it's your money. Yeah, well, I don't want to go into that. I mean, I don't believe that. Because, I'm, just, because I debunked everything you just said. Well, all, all I'm saying is that that's just another distraction. All right. You know, it's, just, it's a distraction. But where we, where we fall short is, have you ever read Deuteronomy 28? No. Okay, and, and that's why you're not qualified to answer <laughs> a lot of the questions that people have for you. Everything is in Deuteronomy what is it now? Hold on, let me find my Bible app here. Deuteronomy I got my little twenty-eight. Uh, let's you read see. The whole thing, you'll find yourself. I got in my there. Bible app somewhere in here, and I'll look that up. But uh, all right, Al, I got to run. No, I mean, but Lincoln, I, I mean, all due respect, that's what you say. But I don't know. I hope, I pray that you'll do that because you will oh, see yourself, and you'll see the whole black family. In that one chapter. Oh, boy. On that one page. That's what you I mean, say, Al. That's what you no, say. I, I don't say it. I don't say it. Yes, you do. You're saying it. You're saying it. 
You, you are I'm saying it. What I'm, what I'm saying to you is just like when you learn how to do what you're doing, you have, somebody had to tell you, and you had to believe it for yourself by your actions. If, if they say it turned the right knob um, to, to, uh, <laughs> to zero and you did it and it got the effects that you wanted, Ouch. then you knew that was the right thing to do okay. to achieve what you needed to achieve. You All had right. to be taught that. All right. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. Deuteronomy teaches us who we are, where we fall, where we fell short. Okay, I got to run. Thanks for your call. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Lincoln, where with you? Twelve thirty. The buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Oh man, you got to stop, look, and listen to your heart. Oh, does it get any better than that? I don't think so. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln, we're with you. Let's go to Mustafa, who's been on and off. Are you there this time, Mustafa? Yes, sir. Good morning. Okay. How you doing, Lincoln? Doing well. How are you? I'm hanging in there. What's up? My man, you know what I want to remind people when they talk about bonds and people getting low bonds? Yes. The front runner for the Republican uh, candidacy is out on a couple of bonds. Anybody know that? Say what? Say that again now. The front runner for the Republican nomination is out on a couple of bonds. Y'all on a couple of recognizance bonds. Okay, and who is that? Donald Trump. Okay, okay. He, he's he's out, out on bond. Well, let's see. I guess he did post bond for New York, I believe, didn't he? He had to post no, a bond sir. in New York. Where? A recognizance bond. The what? He's got a recognizance bond. Okay. Can you hold it for me? Yeah, he got a he got a recognizance bond. He didn't post no money. Okay. All right. And you're saying that to say what, Mustafa? I'm saying that to say, here's a guy, got 91 felony counts, out on bond. I'll be back. Out on bond. And here they talking about a few hoops about here, knocking people in the head, getting a low bond. Now, I'm not yeah. for that. Yeah. Because, Lincoln, that could have been you getting pushed around. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you reach his status and he's got all the I don't know how much money he really, really has. He's inflating whatever he has. But I mean, yeah, you're going to be able to get away with stuff like that. But why? I mean, he don't want to inflate nothing now. Just got hit in the head with a 
$92 million, over yes. $92 million losses. Yes. He don't want to play no income now. Let's see how he's going to play that. You know, he's gotten away with, he's used the white privilege card for a very long time, for decades. And still using it. Still using it, still using it, getting it off. But every dog has his day. You know, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't keep fooling all the people all the time. Well, looks like he's fooling them long enough so that he can uh, try to get back in the White House. So, you know, they need to they need to take him to trial and lock his ass up and do whatever they're going to do with him, or he's going to end up almost being the president again. Who knows? That's the, that's the tragedy of all this. Matter. Yes, yes. But thanks for taking my call. All right, Thank Mustafa. You. Thanks for your call. Okay. Let's go to uh, Teresa. Teresa, how are you? Hi, uh, Lincoln. I just wanted to call you. Uh, Stefan was right. That lawsuit yes. has been settled. Okay. And what was it? Oh, we don't know the settlement. We don't know all the details, okay. but it, it has been settled. Okay. All right. Yep. All okay. right. Well, okay. Who, who are you? Okay, Teresa, who are you, may I ask? I mean, how do you know? I talked to Mr. Newman. Okay. All right. Thanks for your call. All right, bye. Okay. Uh, let's go to Zarak. Zarak, how you doing? I'm good. I'll praise to the God of Israel. How are you? I'm doing great, Zarak. Hallelujah. I'll praise Good. Hey, I, I called today because the last time I called, I asked you was captivity a um, blessing or a curse? Of course, you gave the right answer, which is curse. Now... I did a word search on captivity. One of the synonyms which describes captivity, one of them is called uh, uh, incarceration. Uh So when our people came here, I'm going to use the word incarcerated. They were incarcerated. So subsequently, we was born in a prison atmosphere, you and I. We didn't experience the chains or anything. Well, we were, but but our ancestors were. But we was born after them here in this incarceration. Well, just by and, being in the United States, you're not incarcerated, okay? So well, you, 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 you Hebrew Israelites, you like to twist and turn things I'm all not around. I'm anything. Okay. I'm using. You, I'm using hold on a second, Zarak. You were, when you were born, you were not born into slavery. You were I born maybe at a hospital, maybe at General Hospital yeah, or St. Yeah, Catherine Booth. And of that course. was not a prison hospital. It was a regular hospital. So you were not born in slavery. Or I in, didn't say slavery. I'm not in slavery, but you were not born in captivity. If my forefathers came here as captives, which is <laughs> another word of saying prisoner, then, and I'm still living in the country that they was brought to, I'm an offshoot of those early prisoners, which makes me an individual no, no, that no. was born no, in that captivity atmosphere, no. which is another way of saying incarcerated. Okay, now, what what do you do for a living, Zarak? Can I ask? Why does that matter? I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna tell you why if you tell me. I'm not gonna tell you okay. my business okay. like that. All I don't right. think okay. I, okay. I so hold on, well, hold on. I'll go another way then. Okay, you do have a business, right? Yeah, I do you, have a business. And, and you get you sell products or sell something, and you get money for whatever it is you do. Yes. People in slavery and in captivity and in prison can't do that. 
Well, they when, do it, but it's illegal if they do. Let, it. Let, 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 let me let me let me break it down to you like this. Oh my God! When a when a man goes into what you all call the prison, he has a job, right? Yeah, he can get paid. He can get and paid. If he's, and, um, and if he's, uh, a very very small payment for what okay. he, he could make on the all outside right. doing the same thing. Okay, so in this captivity, I get paid. Okay, because I have work that that the enemy has trusted me to do <laughs> because I'm not causing any problems on the prison yard. So I'm a good trustee. So I can go about as I please as long as I don't push the wrong button. Oh my God. Now, what 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 else I wanted to say is that um, this global warming thing is a hoax, and I can oh, prove it. And How? I can prove okay, it. Okay, prove, prove it. Prove it. Prove it. How? I can I can prove it by the prophet Micah oh, in Lord. chapter chapter one verses one through five. Oh, my it God. clearly states it clearly states that the Creator causes certain conditions on the earth because of the disobedience of Israel. So when Israel <laughs> so is all this bad weather we get is because of uh, Israel no, being disobedient. No, yeah, yeah, because the Creator. <laughs> The, the creator of all mankind is in control <laughs> oh, of the weather God. pattern. And, okay. and and when the children of Israel, and this states it in Micah chapter oh, 1, boy. verses 1 through 5, and oh, anybody listening to me can check it out for themselves. I'm not going to labor on that. All right, Zerach, I got to go. Let me, let, me say, let me say one more thing. Yes, too. yes. In order for us as a people to get out of this curse that is upon us, we're going to have to do some things that are righteous as a people. One of them is stop putting a foreigner to rule over us. And with that, I drop the mic. All right. I drop it and unplug it, please. Because you don't need to pick it up anymore with your nonsense. Israel is misbehaving, so we got a temporary global warming situation. Unbelievable. What does... Israel misbehaving have to do with uh, places in, in, in Alaska where it used to be snow covered is no longer snow covered because of global warming. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and we'll come back. Those Hebrew Israelites are so confused, so backward in their thinking. I just don't know what to say about them. Let's take a break. 1230, The Buzz. 